Welcome to Staying Up with Cammie and Taryn. I'm Cammie. And I'm Taryn. And we get to have a sleepover every night. But every week, we invite you to join us. So thanks for staying up with us, y'all. We're filthy liars. We're not going to bed. It's morning. Coffee cheers. We're just getting started. Cheers, me love. Can we Taryn- reach? Oh, I don't know. Nice. Taryn and I are sat very far from each other. We are trying to work out our audio issues. I'm sure you guys... Don't lie. We're fighting. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be near her. <laughs> um, I'm sure you noticed last week our audio, something horrible happened. We're not really sure. Mm-hmm. It sounded like it was coming out of our computers instead of our microphones. So if you got through last week's episode anyways, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, not many people commented on it, which I was shocked by. I don't know that it was um, very, like, engage-worthy. It was very... No, 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 no. Not people comment on the thing. Oh, my God. Why are you dissing our thing? <laughs> people didn't comment on the fact that the audio was bad. <laughs> Darren, it wasn't worth talking no, about. No, there no, was no, no. no CTAs. No. I just meant it was us talking about, like, our wedding venue. So People loved it. Okay. I got so many people. You know what? That's what it was. People felt bad for us because... If you didn't listen to last week's episode, our wedding venue canceled on us and we're three months out from our wedding. People felt so bad they didn't want to also throw on us, hey, your audio was shit. Yeah. That's very nice. You guys are nice people. Nice people you are. Thank you for being nice. Thank you. Um, But hopefully you're hearing this nice and crisp, clear, little ASMR moment for you. I I hope our vocal cords are caressing your eardrums like little angels let's try to titillate our listeners hate that word ready hi oh i love you i want to kiss your little cheek. i can't hear what you're saying and i don't want to <laughs> so i hope everyone i want to kiss that. your little cheek oh cute you choose which cheek oh dirty consent consent oh. king yay how are we doing <laughs> um also we are sorry that this is very delayed as Y'all know with our wedding venue canceling, it's been a crazy week. So we just really haven't had time to record, which is why Friday morning, bright and early, we're recording this for you so we can get it up today so we do not technically miss a week. We are dedicated. We love you guys. We do be loving you. And um, normally we review the reviews, right? That's our little gag. That's our little our little gig gag gizmo. Um, we're not doing that today, although we are tallying what we need to donate what we're excited to donate based on how many reviews we got. So we will tell you that next week. We forgot to screenshot how many reviews we had prior because like I mentioned, we switched over the uneducated podcast to this one. So we're not counting the amount. You know what? Maybe we just do that. Because I was going to say we have to go through and we literally have to find where they changed to reviews for staying up Mm -hmm. from uneducated. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going to up the ante. I'm going to donate. We are going to donate a dollar for every review and we're not going to count them whatever okay. they have and what they previously were it's probably did we give a cap because i think like we didn't totaled up, it's probably like 1500 bucks which is perfect fine. we will let you guys know next week the exact amount that yep. we are donating to glisten which means you just buy yourself another week to leave a review oh i know do it yeah because we're not there. gonna we're not gonna know we're not gonna count we're too lazy and our laziness has translated into our us being philanthropists absolutely <laughs> isn't that how it works for everyone yeah honestly honestly i do think it takes a lot of work to be a philanthropist to a true one yes yeah but people can be lazy that's the thing i'm like it's easy yeah i don't care you can do stuff it's not that hard 
Um, but what I was going to say is thank you to everyone who leaves reviews. I'd also like to give a special shout out to anyone who posts this show on your story or shares about it on Twitter or does anything uh, that you certainly don't need to do. But, but you should. <laughs> but really matters. Um, the goal, my, my secret sneaky goal for this podcast is that oh. it just becomes like a thing that you and I do for a long, long time and is a revenue driver for us is like a community builder for us is just like a thing that you and I have in our arsenal and becomes yeah. like a thing that we focus yeah. on, um, me too. more than a hobby. Mm -hmm. I think that'd Pod be fun. I totally agree. And podcasts are my favorite form of social media. If you want to call it that, I think it's so personal. I love just like chit chatting instead of like creating snappy videos and pictures. This <laughs> is way more my jam and I feel so much more connected to people listening. It's so fun to do with you. Yeah. And I just think it'll be a really cool audio diary to watch us go through these seasons and chapters of our lives. Beautiful. So yeah, I hope we keep doing this for a really long time and we really appreciate your support and helping us keep it going. And our goal is to get this baby up like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday energy. Mm -hmm. But as you'll see, sometimes that won't work given life. Um, yeah. But it never hurts me when I see like a little like waiting for staying up podcast moment show mm -hmm. up. I'm, I'm like, like y'all want us? You Do you miss oh. me? <laughs> um, so yeah, cool. Okay. That felt very professional. That whole beginning segment. Wow. I don't know. You feel good about it? No, no, no. I mean, it felt very like we were like running through a list of things. Oh, like so planned. Yeah. Like, how do we like, <laughs> tell me something, tell me something crazy. What do you have? What do you have? Oh, for I have a new obsession with rec leagues. It's all I want to do. Yeah. I... And oddly, they're like following you everywhere. We are listening to an episode of Normal Gossip a podcast. We love. Please have us on the show. It's like my dying wish. Um, and it was about rec queer leagues. rec kickball. Rec leagues, for anyone unfamiliar, that's like, you know, your little, it's short for recreational leagues. It's like adults playing sports. And some of them are serious. Some of them are not serious. And I got called up into the big leagues. I got to play in a men's softball game on Wednesday. Softball's so intense for a rec league. So intense. It's like a legit sport. And it's a, it was a bunch of like industry men too. which industry. like Oh, yeah. Because they're all Matt's I friends. I forgot. And so I was like. Are you intimidated? Yeah. I was just kind of like, okay, are these people secretly in behind some of the, my favorite shows or oh. my favorite music or whatever. So I'm like, I can't believe your brain could even go there in the moment. I'd be so nervous of like, I gotta be good at this. I hate being bad at things. I would, I couldn't even think about who they were. No, but that escalated it. It, oh, yeah. it was me like, wanting to be good at sports, which I care so deeply about. So deeply. And then me being like, who is my audience? Not only is it a <sighs> bunch of men, I don't know. Yeah. Save a couple. And it's people that like could Mm -hmm. you know have some say in like what i care about in life yeah. so anyway it was very weird but you did great but i did great you guys so great i out of my four at bats either five at bats or four at bats i hit the ball three times <gasps> incredible no if it i hit the ball every time except for one i struck out one time um i mean i like those odds the guys were like that's so hard that's so impressive that you did that and i was like i know I will say Matt did message me. No. <laughs> no, because I... No. Was it a video of me? No, no. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Are there videos? No. I. Well, I don't know. No, I posted the little picture of you before you went to the game all excited. And he said she crushed it. 
but then followed up with, I may have overestimated her speed on the base pass those though. Okay. Said, she did tell me that. There was a there was a <laughs> moment where you know there's like first base coaches and third base coaches. I don't play team sports. I play tennis my legit whole life. coaches? No, like Matt was there and then another guy was that they, they go and stand there it sounds so intense were there like refs and stuff there was a ref <gasps> Stop i was it. so chummy with the ref we were chatting about um netflix documentaries about like the sports embezzling documentary anyway because i played catcher so i was really close to him but anyway got it, got it. um you have to listen to them because mm-hmm. they are watching the whole field yeah and they so can tell like, okay run 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 yeah i was not expecting to keep running so I slowed down at second base and, and they were like Matt was like go. run run when the ball was already coming towards and me. at that point you've already pulled back from your speed oh, yeah. you've got to like gear up again my That's anxiety dropped because yeah. I was like okay I'm starting to relax it. yeah and and what sucked is Matt was tricked wrong. me he was wrong so he made me look stupid fault. yeah I got out at third <gasps> Tough. and oh then he God. laughed him oh. and Kevin laughed together being like oh haha oh, I shouldn't have made that call. And I'm like, okay, it's not about my speed. It's about your judgment. Mm, yeah. And then he doubled down on that opinion and said it to me. Mm-hmm. Now he's embarrassing you in front of your fiance. I might text him after this. You should. Honestly, you should he lives on our street. You should show up at his house. Let's break his windows. Yeah. Let's TP his house. <laughs> no. Burn it down. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. That I'm just kidding. Matt, you're not listening. But if you were, I love you. <laughs> no stakes in the game because you're not listening no to stakes right in the now. game um but also i feel like a lot of people always ask like how to meet new friends in a city or how to meet more queer people whatever it may be if you like sports or even just sometimes like taryn said they're not always super serious this is my worst nightmare so this isn't my thing but so i'm going into it with like mm, maybe don't do this but it actually is a really great way to meet people i have a lot of friends who do the kickball queer league in la um, I've had friends who do like the more intense soccer one. It's a really easy, fun way to meet people. You go to like a bar after a lot of them. You get like, if you win your game, you get a free pitcher of beer. Or I think if you lose it is when you get the free pitcher. Depends on cute. the league. Yeah. Um, but it's such a good way to meet friends. So yeah. So that was, so this episode was sponsored by <laughs> rec leagues. I would say that that was my week's highlight. Yeah. I love, there was something so sweet about all of these grown men, thirties and forties playing a little game just like come on bob you got it bob <laughs> and like and like chewing um sunflower seeds and like like why are we all doing this why are we do- this is so cute and i was it's like so don't sweet. you guys feel like kids and someone was like that's why we do it exactly so anyway that was my highlight what was your highlight this week honey your highlight was playing a game my highlight was Finding our wedding venue. <laughs> oh, but I mean, that was kind of last week, if you think about that it. That was Monday. Okay, well, time. You're, you're right. Time. Technic- what was your personal highlight? Because that's our together highlight. Um, My personal, I really enjoyed babysitting mm. your little niece, Mia, last night. Mm-hmm. That was so much fun. It was special. Um, you're really good with kids, and it's really fun to watch that. It's like. I felt the same about you the whole time. I just have no fears about having a kid with you. And I think probably that's incredible most I people have. have- a lot of fears. Many fears. Oh, shit. Okay. Cool. Not about you? No, that's what I mean. I have a million fears about having a kid, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I picked the right partner to do that with. I totally. feel like solid. Which is I think nice. we'll be great. Someone asked me on um, Tuesday what, who was like the fun mom, who would be the fun mom and who would be the like. You would be the fun mom, which is so annoying. I think it's completely dependent on what it is. The situation. Yeah, because oh, like. that's good because then 
Very balanced. There are certain things that I think you'll be like, oh my God, Taryn, it's fine. Like, let them go do this. And I will be like, yeah, right. And then I think, yeah, I think it'll be like, as kids, you'll be the fun parent because they won't really realize those things. And then what teenagers, I'm going to be like, Mm they got to live life. Yeah. So if they're like, can I go out with Jessica? and come home at midnight I'm gonna be like yeah just call us let us know like trust you until you give me a reason not to yeah and I think you're gonna be like they're gonna do drugs and have sex and they're gonna I'm like yeah they probably are that's okay I'm gonna be like put on your air tag jacket and it's gonna be a jacket covered in air tags and so I'm gonna <laughs> be able to watch them at all times not watch them but know where they are that's yeah. my thing I don't care I don't actually care what you're doing yeah. I just want to be able to come get you yeah if I don't if totally. you don't respond or something like that a hundred percent. Yeah. You just want your kid to be safe. It's, I mean, that's every parent they're doing it out of a place of love, but it sometimes gets hard, but like, yeah, I think there'll be moments where I'm like, no, we, this needs to happen. And like, yeah, I would love to go run around and play with you outside, but we, this and this and this needs to go down where you're going to be like, no, it's okay. We'll just go play first. Yeah. Which I, I love because sometimes like, yeah, I need to relax and go play first. But you're so playful. Like you were playing with me so much yesterday. Yeah. Like being so silly running around. She's like seven laps, eight laps, 10 (laughs) laps. And you were like running your little heart out. Yeah. Well, that that I don't mind. It's more of like the day to day house where I'm going to be like, Mm. well, before we go here, we have to get this thing done. Like, I think I will keep a little structure and order going on and you'll be more fun in that sense. And then I'll be, I'll give them a bit more freedom than you will. So yeah, I think we both are fun and strict in our own ways. I did find myself a little annoying yesterday in that I couldn't. I like need to know I'm very hyper aware in a more negative way than positive way, I think. And, um, of my surroundings of people, of everything, of noises, just like very, and I kept checking in on Mia, like every, do you notice that? Like when Mm -hmm. we were on the couch, I kept being like, you good, Mia? Do you need anything? Yeah. I thought you were just trying to like make sure she had fun. (laughs) I was, but it was also just me being like, like she would like was itching her face a ton and like not itching, but touching her eye a lot. And I was just like, fuck, what if something is going on and she doesn't know how to communicate that to us? Yeah. She's a smart kid. (laughs) And then when she was brushing her teeth, I went into the bathroom to make sure she was okay. And she was kind of like poking her eye. And I was like, is something wrong with your eye, Mia? She's like, no, I'm trying to wink. I heard you guys say that. <laughs> That's what she was trying to do this whole time. She's like, come on, one yes. eye blink. She's that like, I can't so do it with this eye. And I was like, I can only do it with one eye. And she was like, me too. I can only do it with one eye. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, dude, I'm just being hyper aware for nothing. Like, this child is just being cute and trying to make her eye But I'm wink. kind of glad you're hyper aware because you wouldn't have known that. That's and true. that's adorable. Yeah, well, that was was a highlight. I'm glad you enjoyed that as much as I did. Yeah, it's so fun. She's so cool. And go on about our big, big highlight. Oh, my gosh. Capital H highlight. Thank goodness. So last Monday, as you guys heard on the podcast, we, wait, yeah, I'm so confused by my weeks. Not last Monday, whatever. On a Monday, when we are going to do our photo shoot, we find out we lose our wedding venue. Friday... We drive to Palm Springs. We wake up at 5 a.m., throw the dogs in the car, a little family trip. We go to Palm Springs, and we end up seeing three wedding venues over the weekend. We were only going to go up for like a day, and then we kept getting more. Randomly, venues were available in March. Everyone keeps saying like, 
there's no way that these are available. Like, this is crazy. Every venue is like, this is wild that it's open. Mm-hmm. But we're like, but they are. So is it that wild? Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I should feel lucky or like they're trying to con us. <laughs> both. Yeah, a little bit of both. It's both. March is a highly sought after month in Palm Springs. So there was a big um, possibility that we were not going to find a venue that we liked, let alone loved for the same date. We, I think we didn't really discuss it going in. I think we didn't want to stress ourselves out, but I think to both of us, we did not want to change the date of our wedding. Yeah. That would have just caused so much more stress and chaos. I don't so, think it would have been an issue for my side because it's, we're mostly West coast, but I think yeah, for- but the hotel block yes. having to con- like, it's just, I wasn't even so thinking much. about that, but I was more so just like, I don't want to make your family have to change their flights. That seems dramatic. Yeah. And I don't know if they could, I don't know if we could afford it. It was, yeah, there's a possibility that this could have gotten a lot worse, which is why I think so many people kept being like, why are you not more stressed or worried about this? But I just didn't want to worry until I had a reason to. So we got to Palm Springs, saw three venues, fell in love with one. Um, it's so beautiful. It's so perfect. And we get to keep all of our same vendors. Mm-hmm. It's super close to the hotel that we already have our room block out. Like it's perfect. It could not have worked out better. It's honestly better than the original yeah. villa by far. A little bit more expensive, which she more expensive. Oof. That was the problem. Like the last place we saw was significantly more affordable. And we were like, it was hard to not just focus on that. Like it was a big, big, big save. And the lady was so sweet. Was their so their sweet. website, uh, the website for this one venue that we saw revealed that the owners were like super Christian. And I was like, that doesn't scare me could possibly scare cammy to some extent but depends what kind of yeah the way that they were going about it online was kind of spooking me it was really spooking me cammy found the daughter's twitter no tiktok TikTok. and she's like a preach a little mini a little mini preacher it was like low-key kind of cute and creepy all at the same time i didn't know how to feel about it like she would be like stop scrolling do you know where you're going when you're when you die like that and she's like 11 but like really talented at tiktok because i was like this would grab people's attention yeah i converted back oh god just kidding um but so i was like i don't know that they'll host our wedding that's more what i care about i don't want to go through all this and then they don't serve the gays and then our we had our wedding planner like tease like hey the brides are coming da 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 and the lady never said anything she was totally fine and then when we got there we toured the venue loved it but the woman who toured it is not part of the family she just works there and she at the end i was like hey i like kind of a weird question but i feel like i should ask like i know that the founder or the owners are super christian um is would they be have they had gay weddings would they be open to hosting our wedding here and she like kind of got emotional and was like, absolutely, they would. Like, it won't be an issue. I'm so sorry you have to ask this. I'm a Christian as well, blah, blah, blah. And it was a sweet little moment. And that made me almost want to pick it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, But I'm really glad that we didn't because it was a little too small for us. Yeah. And the other venue is just like, y'all, it's going to be a, a rage. all the boxes. I think what it really came down to, like... We are happy to make compromises on style or space or or really anything else, especially 
to save that bit of money. But whenever it came down to our experience, like how much we're going to enjoy it. So the noise ordinance issue in Palm Springs is crazy. And that really more affordable, nice place was by neighbors. So basically there's somebody walking around with like a decibel reader, making sure not you're not being too loud. I'm like, are we just going to feel like we can't, like we're walking on eggshells at our yeah. wedding? It's not going to be fun. And the next place is like, we can be out as late as we want. There's no noise restraints. Like yeah. we are just going to have the best, most epic wedding. I'm so and excited. A couple of my best friends went to a wedding there recently and said it was just like the best amazing and they all stayed up they all stayed like they went swimming after until like 2 a.m like so fun so i think it's the right call yeah i cannot believe that it happened in a week i know which is just bizarre because it completely mirrors our experience getting a house where we like picked a realtor and then had the house in a week which is absolutely unheard of and then the same thing happens with this where we have like this earth shattering thing Mm mm-hmm in you know whatever <laughs> mm. it's not actually or shattering but to us it was at the time yeah. um and then in a week it's solved and better yeah mm-hmm. just yeah. crazy it's my new life motto give everything a week give it a week before baby. you stress out give it a week and let's see let's see how we're feeling yeah don't panic you don't know how it's gonna unfold you don't know this could be like the best thing that's ever happened to you and in our case like i'm so glad we didn't stress and freak out because it did work out better yeah so I, we could have spent a week being like miserable yeah. and irritable and just upset or we could chill out, enjoy it. We got to go to Palm Springs for a weekend. We had so much fun. Oh, Two of our friends came weekend. up. We had the best time. So win, win, win. We had the best time. Lovely. Okay. We are going to implement a new segment on the show. So we want this to feel more like a proper sleepover and at sleepovers, Sometimes you do a weird activity, a little truth or dare, never have I ever. Mm -hmm. You ask like the most random questions. It's like when you really get to know your people. It's the worst thing when you miss a sleepover and all your friends are having one. You're set back for years. I keep seeing these TikToks of like things I wouldn't do at, you know, like I wouldn't do as a doctor or vet, Mm -hmm. whatever. There's ones that's like as a, I forget what it is, but it said like not letting your kids have sleepovers. Because you can't control the environment. I was like, I can't do that to our kids. Absolutely not. I'd rather put a camera in the people's house and watch the whole sleepover than not let them come. I wouldn't do that. Some but. of the best nights of my life were yeah. sleeping over with friends. And it was so sad Monday at school if you missed that sleepover. Oof. So I never missed them. I want to have those chats. I want to get to know Taryn a little bit more. I want to get to know y'all a little bit more. And I want y'all to get to know us a little bit more. So my question for... Ooh. This morning sleepover. Yes. <laughs> As we're sipping our coffee. Our Friday morning sleepover. So we won't make it too raunchy because we don't have enough liquid courage in our system. I could raunch it up. You could raunch it up? Yeah. Uh, I don't have a raunchy question. Okay. Me. That's fair. My question is a very basic one. I think it's a hard one and I think sometimes we overthink it. Mm. So I didn't want you to have time to overthink okay, it. Okay. I'm here. If you could invite three people dead or alive to have dinner with you, who would they be? All together. So you want to think about dynamics a little bit too. My but first, don't overthink it. The first person that popped in my head was Rihanna. And I don't think Love that. that. I, no, I just Why? think that it was just. I that's know, okay. Of all the people in the entire world. No. Yeah, I know. I just don't know that that's actually would be that additive. Okay. It'd be exciting. Yeah. But like, yeah. Okay. It would be all about her then too. You know, you wouldn't really care about your other two guests because who could rival that? Do you know your answer? No, not yet. Okay. 
I try not to think about it. Yeah. I have my first one, yeah. which is going to be such a random one that's just been in my head. And Frank. Emma Chamberlain. Oh. I've been, like become a... Did you hear me? No. I said Anne Frank? No. I mean, cool. Oh my God, but... this just in. Cammie will not invite Anne Frank Shut to her dinner up. party. <laughs> um, it's so random. I mean, it's like, who are they today in my mind? It's These aren't are for everyone. I have that just really... so random, honey. I'm I shocked know. by this information. Well, I was looking at her Instagram the other day and I was like... I think I love everything she does. Mm -hmm. I think watching her content and who she is, she's almost, I feel like somebody from the past who has been plopped into the future. She feels very timeless Mm -hmm. somehow. Mm -hmm. I think she's incredibly creative, incredibly likable. Mm -hmm. She is like the most likable social media person I've ever come across. Yeah. There's, it's really hard to dislike her. I hope she never has like, a fall from grace. I think it's very hard to maintain yeah. like likable forever. People almost want to pull those people down. I don't think she's going to do some awful thing. I'm just like, um, and I would just think That's it's, she, great I think she'd have some really interesting insight. Um, I my, love that. Thanks. My first dinner guest would be, <clears throat> whoa, my grandpa, my mom's dad, because my mom is in love with him. I mean, whoa, <laughs> sorry <laughs> that's okay you'd be in love with your dad i just made my mom like really really loved him yeah. she was super similar to him apparently mm-hmm. i didn't really know him he died when i was like i don't know five or something like i i've met him a couple times and yeah. i remember his presence being like really calming and cool um but i think i would like my mom and her mom don't have the greatest relationship and that's like all I've known for like my whole adulthood. Yeah. And I w- I'd like to see someone that my mom is so much like and like mm-hmm. loves so deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just seems like a total chiller. And I also think that he would have a really, they're Jewish. And I think that he would have a really cool view of Judaism. Yeah. So I would pick him. I feel like he'd be, he'd be a homie. Milton is the first guest. Well, now I feel like you also have to have your mom because how rude of you. She loves her dad so much. You have a chance to see him again <laughs> that's fair so you kind of set yourself up that that's to your spot i mean Just, you don't have to do that that's not a bad idea yeah that'd be cute to see their interaction and i actually might not even have a last guest wow that's really sweet i think it would just be that that's experience. really sweet that's so i cute. certainly wouldn't invite my brother jason because my grandparents are obsessed with my brother jason yeah you gotta leave I him out be competing with that <laughs> at this special dinner of mine um I'm kind of stealing yours because I never met either of my dad's parents mm. and he just raves about both of them yeah. so much. Um, I am going to pick my grandma though, because everyone says we're really, really similar. Mm. Um, and she's a massive, she was a massive Emma Chamberlain fan. She so was. <laughs> so I got to do it for her so yeah, she can absolutely. be there. Um, yeah, I just would love to meet her. I, part of me didn't want to say that just because I have this vision of who my grandparents are in my head. I never really had grandparents in general. My mom's dad passed away before I was born when she was a kid. Um, and my mom's mom, I didn't really get to know her. She wasn't doing so well once I was like old enough to really be aware. Mm -hmm. So I, I kind of like it's almost like this fantasy in my head of like who my grandparents are that I don't know if I want to break that, but I'm just so curious. I yeah. don't know my dad's side of the family as well. I would like to, so I think it'd be cool to see from like 
the mother figure here about all that. And and it, it, in this dinner in your head, Emma Chamberlain and her are together. Yeah. And and you think it's a vibe? I probably. Cool. I think they're both probably pretty cool people. I don't know if they have anything in common, but we're going to find out over mashed potatoes. Um I might throw in like I mean, I, I actually think I'm stopping my dinner. That's it. Wow. I don't want to throw a wrench in there out of mm-hmm. like personal preference to mess up what I think would be a pretty special evening. Yeah. So I would like it to just be us. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, who else do I want there? I want someone with like juicy gossip. I was, that was my next question for you is going to be if you could pick two people for a chaotic dinner. Oh my God. That would be. Oh, because that's a different situation. I more so want somebody to like entertain me, Emma, and my grandma. I'm like this person, mm. like Marilyn Monroe, be like, oh, what happened? Snappy, you know, fun. somebody like that where I'm like, I get to hear about a mystery. <gasps> Princess Elvis? Di. Elton. Mm. No, I don't really care yeah. about Elvis that much. What about Brittany Murphy? <gasps> Someone with like a mystery <gasps> death. Brittany Murphy could totally feel this. I bet her and Emma would get along. They great. would. <laughs> yeah, you need someone with a mystery death. I think yeah. it would be a great addition. Ooh. Yeah, I want somebody like famous passed away. No. No, that's... Dark. Sad. sad too sad. Too sad dark. Evening. Yeah, that's... Bring everybody down. Oh, Darren. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Can we ask chaotic dinner? Or, or I would just have like one of my dogs who passed away to like be there and oh. feed them food under the table. Oh you gosh. should have that. I would bring Chuki. Yeah. My mom. That, yeah. Oh my gosh. I just made you the most beautiful. Honestly, <laughs> you love me. You're welcome. I do. Your dinner sounds whack and I'm excited for you. It sounds so fun. Uh, the whack? Whack in that. Who says whack first of all? <laughs> okay. Honestly, people at my dinner say whack. <laughs> sure. Probably. <laughs> I guess I didn't mean whack. You're totally right. That was rude. My dinner sounds super fun. I'm just worried for you that you're going to try to be deep with family stuff you're going to mm-hmm. be over here being like emma what's it like being like this da 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 and then marilyn monroe is like that's so much got you, you. here's the thing i don't want to hear about emma's life yeah. i can watch it on youtube like i don't want that i just like her personality i think she'd be enjoyable you want you want her energy there. at the dinner yeah and okay. in this i'm assuming that like i'm already friendly enough with her i'm not at all i've never spoken to her in my life yeah um that it's just like she's just there and it's kind of fun she's is she at like she's just witty yeah i think she's like in it, it's like having a comedian there to like spice it up, but comedians are annoying to me. We saw her at a Christmas party and she was, I mean, a Halloween party and she was itty bitty. You and I saw her in San Francisco too, remember? No. We were like at that little shopping area by the... And we saw Emma Chamberlain. She was there with like someone she was dating, but she wasn't like public oh, about yeah. dating. And I was like, oh my God. But I didn't know who she was really enough then. I just remember I came home and I saw something of like, someone like took a picture of them yeah. and was like are they together and I was like oh, they are we saw them They're, like sharing ice cream or something cute um but I just didn't know anything about her back then so I was like I want to sure. say something really salacious that I don't know <gasps> if I should oh my god spicy say it do it do it do it it's about real people in our lives oh my god I'm so scared <laughs> can I I don't I don't know what you're gonna say just I mean guess who I'm, po- I'm I'm talking about a chaotic dinner I have no idea. Say it. Just do it. If I could be a guest at any dinner, oh no, 
I would love to watch a dinner with oh my god I'm so scared it's not even I would love to see like a Shannon Carrie Becky situation I know I wouldn't I don't think it would be I think they wouldn't it would be when I said it out loud I don't think that they would take it I don't think they would take it there no I think I don't think they would go (laughs) one if they had to if they were drunk I want to see them all wasted and then go to a bar together Mm, oh I don't that's what I want to (laughs) see you're like the rest of the internet (laughs) I guess I am well it's different because we know them and I and I wonder where that conversation would go like I think that Mm -hmm. people that don't actually know them but know them from the internet would be like oh my god they're gonna scream at each other and it's like so tension blah 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 yeah I actually think it would just be a very like intense but calm situation Mm. and I think that would be a fun conversation to watch yeah are you a fly on the wall in this situation absolutely are you like ping pong watching I don't know I think I'd be a fly on the wall I would hate to be forced to choose any sides when the conversation changes to anything. It's like, I can't be doing that. Yeah. All right. (laughs) It's like Jojo and Avery, that lesbian gossip. Like, get me in there. Yeah. There's allegedly more. Did you see that? Allegedly count. Oh, shit. (laughs) Drink. Um, Did you see on TikTok that Avery and Jojo, am I saying the right people? Yeah. Avery and Jojo are no longer together speaking. And then JoJo's ex, what's JoJo's ex name? Kai. Whoa, you're deep. Is, they're hanging out. Like, JoJo had a birthday and Kai was there. Dude, JoJo's a little fuckboy, isn't she? Yeah. Isn't she? I mean, listen, she is, I don't know how old, early 20s? Like, I don't know. I feel like she's like 15 in my head. Early 20s, famous and wealthy, Mm -hmm. lesbian scene that's a recipe for and public public figure recipe for disaster i mean i guess i'm just it's like, like take the justin bieber effect of like too young too famous too wealthy too important and add in being a lesbian yeah that sounds terrible it's that's a lot like young lesbian groups messy 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 mush, mush, mush. anyone who's been a young lesbian in their early 20s we've we've been knowing and then you add in like that level craziness drama there's no way that's not drama um i just feel like at if i was in her shoes which is completely not a fair statement because <laughs> i could never understand what she's going through yeah but if i was in her shoes i think i would just be like a tad mm, slower to move move on yeah from like move. person to person yeah easier said than done i think again the age that's so true. If I was 20 and I had all the shit she had, I'd be like Taylor Swift planting seeds left and right. Being yeah. like, if you read this lyric backwards, it spells my new fling's name mm-hmm. or you know, shit like that. Like, I feel like I would be doing stuff like that. And I also wonder yeah. the people in her life. I wonder how they are. I know nothing. I'm sure her family is wonderful. Her team's wonderful. I have no idea. But I could imagine like, if you're in your early 20s and you're seeking advice from older, wiser people in your life, typically they're going to be like, slow down. Like, you don't need to share this. Like, that's your personal life. Like, don't worry about it if if breakups happen. But just like, you don't need to put everyone's opinions on it. But because yeah. this is also her career yeah, 
And it's like, this is great free publicity for her. She's out there. I wonder if they are saying like, live your life. You're young and having fun, which fair enough. But I wonder, I wonder what that input is. You know what I mean? I want to be young and rich and famous. That sounds insane. You want to be? No, I'm just like, they said, I want to be. Oh, I said, oh, to be. Oh, to be like that. I can't literally can't think of anything worse. Sounds terrible. Because you're also then like probably your family's on your payroll. Like it really sounds like the worst thing. You're probably always questioning. Are people here for the right reasons? Like even us watching My Unorthodox Life, Mm -hmm. there's all these new characters this season and they're all like new people people are dating. Yeah. I'm like. Don't trust I don't know if I would trust any of these people. And then it would also make me feel crappy about myself when I'd have those thoughts because I'd be like, why? Am I not good enough on my own? Why would I think that they're... And if yeah. other people were like, do they like you for the right reasons? I'd be like, why? Oh. Am I not likable? Yeah. I think it That's would fair. be really difficult. So... I get that. I It's like part of me feels bad watching any TikTok, anything about these people um, because I also really dislike that one girl who does all the lesbian gossip on tiktok i don't know her name I'm not even gonna say it you guys know who i'm talking about i like really can't stand her and i'll publicly say it <laughs> i think it's i think she's like like she's been labeled like the Perez hilton of yeah of the gays and i don't think that's a nice title i feel yeah. like why are you bu- and it's like it, you're not just sharing gossip there are gossip channels that like share what's going on she's like and biased can, yeah like uh, teffy i love and she'll do all these recaps of like this past drama and gossip and like uh, an update but unless it's like talking about really offensive things people have done she keeps her like personal opinions out of it we're like this girl will be mean about people like just flat out mean and I just think that I don't like that culture that creates and she's also really young so I mean that was harsh of me to be like I don't like her she's awful I think she'll learn and grow yeah but I think she got really popular off of like salacious content and then it's hard to pull back really and I just don't like it and I'll feel weird when it pops up and I watch it but then it's also hard because it's like these people are putting stuff out because they want it out there they like are hoping people will talk about it right so then do you feel bad it's like a weird morality dilemma yeah and I yeah I think that's a really good point that like she can't stop doing it almost it's like she's she's built like a career I'm sure she's like making good money off of it it's going well yeah. And she is only talking about people who are putting stuff out there. She's not like, doesn't seem like she's pulling people in who aren't wanting to be talked about. So it's like fair game. I just don't enjoy the way she talks about things. I guess we just don't know if people actually, what conversations are happening on the side. Like yeah, the stuff that all, that really rubbed me the wrong way was like all the live reporting on like the Soph and Avery breakup, which yeah. is to anyone that isn't on lesbian TikTok, it's just this couple that broke up. Um, that were together for a long time. And then one of them started dating Jojo Siwa. Um, I can't even believe I'm talking about this. I can't believe Any these words are coming do, out I'm of my like, mouth. So I'm like so embarrassed that I'm talking about this. Whatever. They're all. But I'm not sure, because we know so much about it. So I can't be that embarrassed. <laughs> no, but I am. I really am. All right. Because what bothers me is like the live reporting aspect of it. Mm. Where I remember when all this was going on there was a video of soph i don't know is it sophie or sophia i have no idea actually okay. Soph. there's a video of this girl soph who's like 20 no idea also two yeah i know she drinks because i've seen her at bars on tiktok 
So I know she's at least 21 or has a fake. It doesn't matter. She's out at bars. No, that's not what I was going to say. She's at the airport in this TikTok. And and whatever. Post something. And the whole comment section was people fighting about where the airport was and where which direction she was going. They were like, wait, this doesn't make sense. Because on her story, I think she's flying to LA. No, but on her story, she said that... Um, the flight from LA was bumpy, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah, that. And I was like, this is literally y'all tracking someone else. Yeah. This is scary. Yeah. I think people love. That's scary to me. Totally. I think like trying to figure out details like where people are and all that is creepy because you might not have any ill intent with it, but you're, you're kind of doing the work for people who might. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's like hard crime. because it's like true crime applied to gossip where yeah. it's like everyone's obsession with like figuring out true crime and being the one. That's that what I was going to say. Case. People love East, like Taylor Swift Easter eggs. Like yeah. people love subtle hints and clues. I think the problem with the internet that is kind of all encompassing of this stuff is we think everything is for us. Yeah. Anything anyone posts. So we have to share if we don't like it. And it's like, okay, well maybe that content's not, for you you yeah i did wasn't making it for you specifically sarah from wisconsin to love it like yeah i think fuck you sarah from wisconsin (laughs) so sorry if anyone here is sarah from wisconsin love you um but yeah i think like that's when it becomes a problem so we assume okay this girl posted in an airport she wants us to do this Mm -hmm. it's like also that is stalker mentality if anyone's yeah. ever had a stalker they kind of think everything you're doing is for them that's why you're told not to respond to anything to say leave me alone because then they actually think that you pushing them so that they do it more yeah if you post with another person they're yeah. like oh they're trying to make me jealous like people stalkers think everything's for you so it's like yeah where is that line that just because we're all doing it yeah together and we're not like causing this person any actual harm well how is that not a stalker I mean I've had online stalkers and they've done the same stuff where it's like they comment on my stuff Mm -hmm. they tell me they know where I am Mm. like it's it's the exact same stuff but somehow when we do it in masses it's okay yeah it is really weird yeah I don't like that you've had stalkers I'm glad that we have security in our home but we listen to this podcast called normal gossip and they talk a lot about how why gossip is so important to women is because it's like a way to weed out like in in history it's always been a way to like warn each other about other people and create a standard for morality in the community well said yes and so I think that's why it's so crazy with lesbians specifically because it's girl on girl crime (laughs) it's it's like lesbian drama it's there's no men in the situation yeah. to like not care about it yeah that's super stereotypical or like i'm deeply well, stereotyping but like it's just all women yeah and then it's not just about friends it's like about romantic it's about it's all this shit yeah it's an extra layer it's an extra layer and it causes for it creates true chaos yeah it really does let this be a psa to anyone that indulges in this sort of gossip mm-hmm you could listen to it. You could scroll by. You could have your little finger on the pulse. I would just like to challenge people to think before they do. Like yeah. before you comment something, think if I was this person and I saw this, how would I feel? And I feel like a lot of people's knee jerk reaction are like, well, I just wouldn't do that then. But it's like, yeah, but if you did, if you were in this situation and some stranger said something and you saw it, how would that feel? 
And don't think about, well, they are not going to see it or they do. People see stuff. I think just like slow down a little bit. The internet has made us so quick Mm -hmm. to comment, share our two cents, just like sleep on it. And then if you still feel inclined, like if your voice is adding value and you really think it's that necessary, then go ahead. Take it in your diary. Never think about that. Yeah. Write it down in your little diary. Get a little notes app and every little like go wild annoying troll thing you want to say, type that in your notes and then read it back to yourself and see how you feel about yourself. Because yeah. I bet Give you it a feel week. like shit. Give it a week. Read yeah. it back and be oh like. Oh my ding, ding, ding. God. Wow. Yeah. I think we're on to something. Yeah. Because on the comments thing, I read every comment on the internet that's about me except for like the shitty sites that I refuse to go to because mm-hmm. they've made me cry on our early relationship. Um, there's like low key, like lesbian gossip sites and people say mean things on there. They're so scary. Um, but like if there's a, if I get mentioned in a video on TikTok, I'll go back and look at the comments again in like two weeks and mm-hmm. see if there's anything that like, I don't know why other than like, it, it's like I'm looking for harm. Yeah. Self inflicted flame. Yeah. Flame. Flame. Um, <laughs> yeah. But th- that's so stupid that I do that. But I, it's hard not totally to do that. And it yeah. sucks and it hurts. It becomes an addiction. Yeah. It's really hard. It's like, I don't know why we kind of like seek out those negative because we're not seeking out nice, positive things. And if we do, we're like, oh. And then we read 20 nice things and one bad thing. And we're like, forever. it's so weird. But it's like, you just want to know. I think it's like the unknown of what people think about you. But you just got to stop caring. It's like, these people don't fucking know you. I also think it's totally fair to think about like, if if you're a person on the planet and you know that someone is talking about you in a public setting, mm. don't, you can't tell me you wouldn't try to listen. You can't tell me that you wouldn't try to hear those things. Yeah. Like you walk into, you're in the bathroom stall and two people come in and they're talking about you you're not going to be like wait yes i'm here don't say it you'd be like and the internet has created these little pods these little yeah basically little public chat rooms all over the place in the form of comments mm-hmm. in the form of you know like mostly comments comments on youtube videos on tiktoks on whatever where you literally you know that if there's going to be a comment about you yeah conversation about you it's going to be in this little spot and it's really hard to not look at so for anyone on the outside being like just don't look it's probably just going to be mean don't tell me that if you knew people were talking about you you wouldn't listen yeah it's that it's hard nearly impossible do you want to wrap us up with your juice yes it's actually more advicey um cool i'm gonna go anonymous on this And I'm going to change the names. We received a story from a listener. Um, And it's half story, half advice. Mm, Ready? Cool. Cam and Taryn. Love you guys. I was just swooning over your engagement pics. Y'all's love for each other is beautiful and inspirational. Cute. Love you. Sorry this is long and a little TMI, but that's what sleepovers are for, right? Yeah, they are. Absolutely. Do you have any advice slash experience on becoming more comfortable with sex? I'm not talking about accepting my sexual identity because I, a cis queer woman, have known since seven or eight years old that I like women. Whoa, that's amazing. Seven or eight. I think I probably, like in hindsight, I definitely knew too. I don't think I was hyper aware, but yeah. That sounds scary. 
I'm talking about being comfortable enough to explore how I experience pleasure and letting myself be vulnerable enough to really experience it. Mm. Little background info. In July, I got out of a three-year relationship with someone. Let's call them Alex. Let's call them Alex. I love you anonymizing this for us. Um, And our sexual relationship died so early on. We were all over each other in the beginning, and I enjoyed the intimacy of it, but we never made each other come. So many red flags. I know. Please don't judge. That's okay. Never judging. Some people just don't come. Um, Anyway, as the relationship progressed, Alex often expressed how unhappy they were with their body and how they wish they were a man. That changed our sexual relationship. When I tried to engage in sex, Alex wasn't in the mood. When Alex tried to initiate sex with me, it was often aggressive and involved no foreplay. Most of the time, Alex only wanted to use a strap on on me. That's it. I've tried straps a few times and it's really just not for me. Needless to say, we had different ideas of pleasure and sexual initiation was never satisfying. Yeah, just incompatible sex. That's okay. This combined with Alex's gender dysmorphia, oh, gender dysphoria, Mm -hmm. sorry, and my own body issues made our sexual relationship shrivel up and die. I literally Mm -hmm. can't remember the last time we had sex. Definitely more than a year ago. Anyway, we broke up, which is a whole different story. And now I feel freedom to express myself sexually, but I don't know how. I'm just so scared to feel vulnerable and have neglected sex for so long, I don't even know where to start. Any advice on where to begin? Thanks, moms. Please give Frank and Reagan's kisses for me. We will. That's from our friend. Oh, I'm sorry. I think going through a relationship like that's really hard when it's that long, too. You care about that person. You love that person. You want to, like, find a way to make it work. And I think now probably out of it in hindsight, you can see that not being compatible sexually at that level is just you have to decide that you're okay with that forever and you're probably not and that's there's nothing wrong with not being okay with that what's interesting is I don't think that that's what broke them up they Mm -hmm. said that that's a whole different story of why they broke up yeah it I mean it typically isn't the the reason I think my advice with exploring is one start exploring with yourself I think we really Mm -hmm. don't focus on that enough as a society like Learn your body on your own. Be vulnerable with yourself first. Learn how to feel good about yourself and comfy in yourself. Try different things. Obviously, you can't try everything on your own. But you can start. You can do a lot. uh, You can do a lot. (laughs) And you can start understanding like what you enjoy and how to do it so that you can tell somebody what you like. And then my second point of advice would be when you are intimate with somebody, you can say these things to them. Like, for me, if I can't be vulnerable emotionally, I'm probably not going to have great sex with that person. I'm not going to feel vulnerable sexually as well. So I would just say like, hey, you know what? I was in a really long relationship where we did not match up sexually and I'd like to explore some things. I don't know what I like and mm-hmm. I don't like. So try some stuff. And then you can always tell someone like if you try something and you're like, that's definitely not for me. Just kidding. Don't love that. You tell them that and you don't do it again. Mm-hmm. I just think if you start feeling vocal to share that with people, you'd be surprised at how much people want to share that. And from my experience, women are really open to hearing that. Like I think women as a society have been kind of told to like not focus on their pleasure and not be vocal about it. So it's really like a nice, safe, special place when you are with a woman to be like, hey, I really enjoy this or I think I want to try this. Can we? And to be honest, that sounds hot. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's go. If if I was single and someone was like, hey, 
I don't know what I like. Let's explore. Let's try like some? try some stuff. <laughs> Woo! Would you be down to like go on a little journey with me over the next month? We try something new every little couple checklist days or whatever. Like that. Didn't like that. Like that's so fun. Like yeah. Treat it like an experiment and treat it like a adventure that you're going yeah. on and that it's like something that you might make a turn that you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like dead end. <laughs> and then sometimes you might be like, oh, this little path led me to this thing that I actually really love. Exactly. Baby steps. You can take big steps. Doesn't yeah, what? See what fits. There's I'm no <laughs> right. Oh my God. Hot. <laughs> she said, see what fits. One thing that I recommend um have you heard of oh my god yes omg yes no so a long time ago probably like five or six years ago i saw this um article that emma watson was um a subscriber to this website called oh my god yes yeah and it's and so i became a subscriber tried it for a little bit still use some of the techniques that i learned (gasps) that were really fun um, <laughs> it's basically a website that like teaches women. It's like courses for women to learn about how to pleasure themselves and pleasure each other. Yeah, and cool. stuff like that. So it lets you, it, it helps you explore different parts of your body. It talks about like this. masturbation techniques and like, like, like one thing it talked about was like hinting where it's like, if you're using a, is that what's called hinting? Yeah. Teasing, but only sometimes indulging. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whatever, you can figure that out. Um, <laughs> but there's videos that are not sexual. Educational? Well, not like, there's no narrative no to them. It's like educational. Yeah. But it's like women pleasuring themselves and like mm-hmm. showing you what they do. Yeah. Which is really wild to watch. Yeah. Um, but I found it really. This is so cool. Educational and really cool. And it was something that like at least learning what I like for myself and like discovering my own body that like it was a very supportive little experience. So I know it's a little, might sound a little weird. Um, Give it a try. Give it a go. Like, yeah, I remember I, I became a subscriber when I was traveling in Amsterdam one time and I had, I like was there by myself for two nights or something in a hotel room. And I was like, let's see what I can figure out. out. I love that. Um, I also feel like you shouldn't put too much pressure on yourself, like knowing everything you love right now. I think it oftentimes naturally happens through experience, being with different partners, like they'll like something. So then you'll try it and you'll be like, wait, I love that too. Or you know what? That, that one's not for me. And like it evolves. Some partners you like certain things with some partners you don't like those things with. Like as you age and mature, you might like new things and stop liking things you used to like. So just like don't put pressure on yourself explore yourself see what happens bud i will say there's also stuff that like you and i do that i did not think that i would like and mm. i like it great i'm just saying <laughs> like know. like it can come at any time <laughs> sorry you get it it can happen yeah, at can. any time in your life where yeah. Like, like Cammie said, you might not have liked something back then. You might've thought that it was like absolutely a no, no for you. Mm-hmm. And then now you're like, this hole opens up and all right. On that note, I hope everyone has a fabulous day, evening, go, um, test some stuff out tonight. If you want to tell us a juicy story that you want us to read on the pod 
or you want to ask for advice like our friend here did today, our sleepover buddy, um, you can just email us at stayinguppod at gmail.com. There it is. Um, that's the thing to do. So let us know if you want to be a non. And that'd be lovely. See you next week. See you next week. Thanks for being with us. Bye.